Welcome to Awaaz Sabki on Podcast 24. My name is Sharad Kohli. I am an economist and a finance expert. We are into 29 July with just little more than couple of days left for filing your tax returns. As we all know 31st July is the last date of filing your tax returns. If you don't file by 31st of July, you can file up to 31st December but with certain drawbacks. And the biggest drawbacks is that you have to pay 5000 rupees as a fee it's not called penalty it's called a fee under section 234f only then you can file and if you don't file by 31st december you will never be able to file because your return will become time barred as per the income tax laws so therefore why wait you must file on time and if you're still not prepared you still have some time but if you're not prepared this is what you should be having in hand if you're a salaried person you must be having your form 16 from your employer so keep your form 16 handy keep all the deductions handy whatever that you have to claim as a deduction for example if you're claiming house rent allowance as a deduction you must be having your rent receipts in place in case you have not submitted them to your employer if you're claiming deduction on your ppf on your insurance premium on your national savings certificates on your mutual funds on your child's education fee you should keep all that handy because you're eligible for a 1.5 lakh deduction rather up to 1.5 lakh deduction under section 80c so whatever deduction you are eligible to suppose you spend something on a on a medical insurance you're eligible to a 25000 rupees deduction for under 80d that's for the medical insurance likewise if you made a donation which is eligible under the income tax you can claim that under section 80g So you must keep all these deductions and exemptions handy so that you don't have to rush and start looking for them at the time when you sit down on your screen to file the tax returns. If you're not a salaried person, you're a retired person, then you must collect all your interest related information from the banks. You must collect all your rent income information from your bank. Whatever be your income you must collect it together if you've got dividends keep it handy or if you are running a business you must make sure that your books of accounts are in place if you're not subject to tax audit of course your books of accounts are in place all your expenses are in place all the investments you've made basically the easy way is to scan your bank account because your bank account tells the whole story it tells you about what incomes you have received what payments you have made what are the incomes which need to be declared what are the incomes which are exempt from tax what are the your uh, outward payments you know which which are eligible for deduction which are eligible for an exemption and so on and so forth and then you need to learn to choose the right kind of form if you got income from salary income from other sources and income from one house property that is you're getting rent if these three are there you are eligible to use form 1 which is an easy form if you are not having income from these three or if i put it in other words if you got income from capital gains if you got other incomes you will have to switch to itr 2 which is called form number 2 if you are into business that is apart from salary capital gain you also have business or being apart from salary you have a side business running you will have to use itr 3 then for the individuals who are covered under presumptive tax scheme where you don't need to maintain books of accounts you have to use itr4 
Now, the most important thing about filing of a return these days is, first of all, that it is filed online. You don't need to physically go somewhere, stand in a queue, unlike many years earlier when it used to happen, you used to rush to your income tax department to file physically. It is filed online. The tax has to be paid. If there is any residual tax, it has to be paid. If there is a refund, your portal, when you log into your portal through your login ID and password, you will find there is a certain method of calculation given. In fact, most of the calculation is automatic. Reflect if you are eligible for a refund. But the most important aspect which you have to keep in mind is do not file your return until and unless you have checked two documents online which you will be able to check after logging into your portal. The first document is called 26AS. I call it 26ASS Amna Samna. Doesn't mean Amna Samna, it's just a, just a number. But I call it Amna Samna, so it makes it easy for you to remember. Because 26AS tells you from which sources of incomes generated by you, tax has been deducted at source. That is, which agencies, while making payments to you, have withheld certain amount of tax. So this 26AS will tell you about how much tax has been deducted and how much net amount and the gross amount you have earned out of that source. So it is absolutely mandatory for you to check your 26AS before you file your return. Because if you miss something, that is, if something is appearing in 26AS and you have not disclosed in your return, you will immediately get a notice and your return will become faulty. It will become deficient. And then you'll have to, you know, either correct it, revise it or whatever. So make sure that your 26AS is properly checked, thoroughly checked once. And everything that you're filling in your income tax return matches with 26. Of course, sometimes there may be a case where there might be a wrong information reflecting in your 26AS, which you can always point out to the income tax authorities. There is an option given on the portal. You can point out and tell them that this is not correct. There are options. So when you go to your portal, there are various buttons. Make sure you're using entirely the return buttons so that you're not missing out any op any options or any choices which you are given at the time of filing of the return. And the last thing which you must see, which is very new, it has started from the last couple of years, it's called the AIS, the Annual Information Statement. Now, this is quite a magical statement. Why? Because this statement pulls out lot of information about you from multiple sources. I can give you an example. Suppose in your bank, a savings account, interest has been credited. You will find that surprisingly, this amount is reflecting there. Wherever you have done the transactions during the year, which you might have forgotten, you may not be remembering. Well, there are some people who deliberately try to hide, some mischievous people who try and hide their incomes. Even they will be surprised and shocked and people who are genuinely forgetting something, I think they will also get a surprise when in AIS, you find that a host of information has been collated from multiple resources. So make sure that your return being filed takes into account every single transaction, every single entry which is appearing in your AIS. This will avoid any problem coming into future because if there is something in the AIS for example, a savings bank account interest, which you don't show, you, you can be held guilty of hiding an income. You could be held guilty of concealing an income and that is subject to a lot of penalty at the end of the day. 
So therefore, make sure that you tally your AIS with your own declarations being made in the income tax return about your income sources. If there is anything you find in the AIS which does not pertain to you, a lot of taxpayers are complaining that there are certain information in AIS which I have nothing to do, this is not mine, I just deal in a few thousands whereas I find transactions worth crores reflected in AIS. This could have been a mistake in inserting the PAN number of the agency which was probably from where the information is being collated. So in that case, you can always press the option of not agreeing with that and then go ahead rather than just ignoring it. Do not ignore any information which is appearing in the AIS. So as a last word, I would like to say that please do reconcile your return with the 26 AS and the AIS so that you are not resulting or not leading yourself to a mismatch with your return because otherwise you can be prepared that immediately after you file, you will find some kind of notice or a love letter coming from the income tax department which says that something is wrong and we've adjusted your demand, we've adjusted your refund or we've imposed penalty on you, we've imposed penal interest on you. So those are the things which you should keep in mind while filing your return. So file your return at ease if you're finding any difficulty. Go to an expert, take help of a professional, make sure you don't commit mistake, choose the right form, tally your 26AS, tally your AIS and go ahead and please do file on time. If you delay, you're in for a lot of problems, your refund can be delayed, your return can be picked up for scrutiny, apart from the fact that you will have to pay 5,000 rupees as a penalty. So file on time, contribute to the growth of the nation. Thank you so much. Until we connect again.